0: hi this is ramita julian welcome to alpha and omega podcast where you will get to view the reality through the lens of catholic faith and truth while always being aware that jesus is the beginning and the end of life
1: Attor Spiritus Mentestorum Visita Imple Perna Gratia Que tu creasti Pectora.
0: Hi all today we start the Saint Joseph Seventh Sundays devotion. I've shared the intro in the last Sunday video, which I will link it in the description. If anyone wants to go through the history with respect to the, this devotion, you can see it in case if you missed. So, the format as I shared already in the previous video will be every Sunday we dwell and focus on one sorrow and one joy of Saint Joseph's life taken from the Holy Scriptures. So, this Sunday we focus on first sorrow and first joy of St. Joseph and then the introductory prayer and the Bible verse and then the reflection and then the closing prayer. So today me and my husband Julian also is joining in this podcast to read out this first Sunday devotion from the book St. Joseph's Consecration and also from another book which I have purchased in our parish. So, let's start.
1: Seven Sundays Devotion to St. Joseph Joseph shared the happiness but also the sufferings of Mary. The Seven Sundays Devotion honours the seven joys and seven sorrows of St. Joseph. Because St. Joseph was associated with Mary in her glorious privileges, he also had to suffer like her and his heart too was pierced by seven swords. The first Sunday. The first sorrow. His sorrow when he decided to leave the Blessed Virgin. The first joy. His joy when the angel told him the mystery of the Incarnation. That Mary's child is the Son of God and is the awaited Messiah. Introductory prayer. O chaste spouse of Mary, great was the trouble and anguish of your heart when you were considering to send away quietly your inviolate spouse, yet your joy was unspeakable, and the surpassing mystery of the Incarnation was made known to you by the angel. By this sorrow and this joy, we beseech you to comfort our souls, both now and in the sorrows of our final hour. With the joy of good life and a holy death, after the pattern of your own life and death in the arms of Jesus and Mary. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit, and her husband Joseph being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to send her away quietly. But as he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, And you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife but he knew her not until she had borne a son, and he called his name Jesus. This is the word of the law.
0: Thanks be to God. Reflection From the first centuries of church history, there have been theories about St. Joseph's plan of action when he discovered that his wife was pregnant. All of these theories have been held by various saints and scholars why does the church allow these theories on this important topic there are three different theories and why does church allow this because of the greek word apollo bible scholars all agree that the word apollo is very difficult word to translate in greek this word can have multiple meanings and the meaning chosen for a particular passage is usually determined by the context in which it appears. For example, according to the context, Apollo can can mean separate, conceal, hide, distance oneself from, or divorce. Interestingly, the majority of those who have translated the New Testament from Greek into other languages have chosen to translate this word as divorce. However, now that the Church has a much greater understanding of the holiness of St. Joseph, especially as regards his privileges, virtues, and wonders, is this translation correct? In the light of what we hold to be true of St. Joseph, can we really say that St. Joseph intended to divorce his beloved wife? The Church has come a long way in understanding of St. Joseph, and in the opinion of many, the idea that he wanted to divorce Mary needs to be re-examined. What is it then the Church now understands to be true about St. Joseph? Well, the Church recognition of the extraordinary obedience, justice, reverence, and humility of St. Joseph has provided true context for how to correctly translate the word Apollo in Matthew's Gospel. In essence, understanding the extraordinary holiness of St. Joseph Provides the correct interpretation of what Saint Joseph intended to do. Saint Joseph's supernatural faith informed him that Mary had conceived by the Holy Spirit and he was afraid of the mystery taking place inside her. He didn't want to divorce Mary. He believed he owed it to God, the originator of the mystery taking place inside her home, to distance himself from her and the child until a further revelation was given. The fact that the church allows for this interpretation and that many of the fathers of church, medieval theologians, saints and mystics have already interpreted the passage in this way. So let us see some quotes of the saints. Saint Basil the Great says, Joseph discovered both Mary's pregnancy and its cause, namely that it was of the Holy Spirit. Therefore he feared to be called the husband of such a wife and wished to put her ever privately since he did not dare to reveal what has taken place in her. Yet because he was just, he desired a revelation of the mystery. St. Bernard says, Why did St. Joseph wish to leave her? Listen now, no longer to my opinion, but to that of the fathers of the church. Joseph wanted to leave her for the same reason Peter begged the Lord to leave him. When he said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. And for the same reason the centurion kept him from his house. Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. Thus Joseph, considering himself unworthy and a sinner, said to himself, That a man like him ought not to live under the same roof, with a woman so great and exalted, whose wonderful and superior dignity filled him with awe. He saw with fear and trembling that she bore the surest sign of the divine presence, and since he could not fathom the mystery, he wanted to depart from her. Peter was frightened by the greatness of the power. The centurion feared the majesty of the presence. Joseph, too, as a human being, was afraid of the newness of the great miracle, the profundity of the mystery, and so he decided to leave her quietly. Now St. Joseph loved Mary immensely, and it would have been torturous for him to contemplate distancing himself from her. But he loved God first. His immediate resolve was to give God what Joseph believed was God's due, that is to distance himself from Mary, since she belonged to God. Out of justice and reverence, he was willing to step out of the picture completely. These are the actions of St. Joseph that moved the heart of God, solidified St. Joseph's marriage and made him our father in faith. The greatness of St. Joseph is that he was willing to become a homeless wanderer out of love for God and Mary. He did not want to defame Mary by divorce, even a quiet one. After Jesus Christ, St. Joseph is the humblest of all men, and he was willing to step out of the picture and disappear. If God wanted him to remain in the picture, it would take a divine revelation to make it known. With the exception of Jesus Christ, of course, there has never been a man so selfless and heroic in love, faith, justice, reverence and humility as St. Joseph. God, of course, already knew he had the right man in St. Joseph, but Joseph needed to hear it from heaven itself. And that's exactly what the angel did when he came to St. Joseph and spoke to him in his sleep. God let St. Joseph knew that he needed to rely on St. Joseph's willingness to always to do the will of God. God could trust him. This theory teaches us that in the mind and heart of St. Joseph, God comes first. If giving to God what belongs to God requires St. Joseph to sacrifice a future with Mary, then so be it. God comes first. Out of love for God, St. Joseph was willing to undergo a sacrifice greater than the Old Testament patriarch or New Testament martyr could make. God wanted St. Joseph to be a new Abraham, a man willing to sacrifice everything for God's holy will. God rewarded St. Joseph's love, obedience, justice, reverence and humility by confirming him as the head of the Holy Family the father of Jesus Christ, the terror of demons, and our spiritual father. Concluding Prayer Pray for us, blessed Joseph, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. Almighty God, in your infinite wisdom and love, you chose St. Joseph to be the husband of Mother Mary, the mother of your son. As we enjoy his protection on earth, may we have the help of his prayers in heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end, Amen. Until next time, may the God of peace himself sanctify you wholly and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. May all glory and honour belong to God. Mother Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Amen.